Spartan family, welcome to our podcast. This is your podcast host for episode six, Lake Forest Superintendent Stephen Lucas. And I am proud to bring you our podcast about the Lake Forest School District in fabulous Felton, Delaware. I'm here with the Lake Forest Supervisor of Special Programs, Mrs. Michelle Allman. And together, we will be talking about the many programs she supervises and all the great things the people in special programs do for the students and families of Lake Forest. We're glad you're here and ask that you share this podcast with your friends, families, and colleagues. They can find us on most podcast providers, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Be sure to bookmark us and allow notifications so you will know when a new episode is dropped. So now, on with the show. Welcome, Mrs. Allman. Thank you for joining me here on the Lake Forest Spartan Podcast for su- and for serving as our supervisor of special programs. Now, I know you to be a super interesting person <laughs> with a lot of cool things in your background. Uh, you come to us by way of the Laurel School District. I don't, is this your second year or third year? Here? Yes. My second year. Second year here in the district. So let's get started by getting to know you a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Hi, Dr. Lucas. Thanks so much for inviting me here today. Secretly, I have always wanted to be on a podcast, so this is really exciting (laughs) for me. you're welcome. (laughs) I am in my 23rd year in education. Um, I've taught in multiple states and actually in multiple countries as well. Not a lot of people know that about me. Um, all across grade levels and subjects, but most of my career has resol- revolved around language arts and special education. I've been a teacher. I've been an instructional coach. I was an assistant principal at the elementary level, the middle level, and the high school level. Um, and now I've been, I was a director of uh, special services for four years, like you said, in Laurel. And now I'm on my second year here as a supervisor of special services. Um, so a little bit about me personally. Um, my husband is a special education coordinator in a district in Sussex County. And we live on a small, what I like to call a little farm, with some chickens, dogs, and cats. And I have a large garden. Um, I'm originally from Washington State. And I moved to Delaware when I got married about 17 years ago. I've been here ever since. Well, I, like I said, I knew you had an interest. What other countries have you taught in? I taught in Mexico, in Honduras. I taught in the British Virgin Islands and in St. John in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I also taught at a boarding school where I lived um, in Switzerland and in London. That is amazing. (laughs) That is so cool. I can't wait to hear more about that. Um, And so now that you're here, what are your thoughts about the Lake Forest School District? Um, Well, actually, I I worked in the Lake Forest School District about eight years ago as a curriculum instruction and assessment coach. Um, I really enjoyed working here at that time, but I was offered a job as an assistant principal in another district. And so I left to gain that experience, um, which was really great because it gave me really good experience to come back and now in this role. When I saw that Lake Forest was uh, looking for a supervisor of special services, um, and I was already in that role in another district, uh, I knew that would be a great way to come back and uh, be a Spartan again. Well, we are super glad to have you. Uh, Since you've been back, has anything surprised you about the district? Anything different? So I love working in the Lake Forest School District. Um, I think uh, what I... I love the most is I get to work with a team here at our central business office. Everyone is so collaborative and willing to help in any capacity. And it really feels like a team. 
Um, I work well with the administration at each school, and I love that the teachers really do care about their students. Um, I get to go into classrooms and see the great instruction that's happening every day. As far as the special education program, we have such a strong team of coordinators, therapists, and interventionists. I just feel very fortunate to work with such wonderful people and students. So let's hear about your department. What types of programs do you supervise? So I supervise the special education instructional coach. Um, I have a team of four behavioral interventionists that I supervise that conduct functional behavior assessments and behavior intervention plans. I have seven special education coordinators who run the meetings at their buildings and coordinate programming. We have a team of three school psychologists who evaluate and reevaluate students for disabilities and to suggest programming needs. We have a team of seven speech language pathologists that I supervise who provide testing and speech therapy to our students. We have one occupational therapist and three certified occupational therapist assistants who all can provide OT services for our students. We have two autism itinerant teachers who work with teachers of students with autism and the students and their families as well. I oversee the multilingual learner program at Lake Forest as well, and I supervise three MLL teachers and one MLL paraprofessional. I believe that this year we actually have our largest special services department that we've ever had here at Lake Forest. So it's growing and I'm excited. Well, and it is a super important and complex department that you lead. OT, that's occupational therapy? Yes. Okay. And um, so what is something that people don't know about special education? Yeah, so there are many ways that a student can qualify for special education. One of the most important roles in this process is a school psychologist who conducts full educational and cognitive testing gathers the data, writes a report, and then presents that report with his or her findings to the IEP team. The school psychologist then makes a recommendation to the team, and the team, armed with a ton of data and information, can make informed decisions about what the student needs to be successful in all areas of school. There are many different types of students who receive special education services, Lake Forest School District focuses on inclusion for all students regardless of disability. This takes a lot of pro programming and planning and prepping in order to ensure that the students are getting an education in their least restrictive environment. When anyone walks into a classroom in the A or B setting, no one would ever be able to tell which students receive special education services and which do not. This is the model of inclusion where all students are treated equally, but not necessarily the exact same. Behind the scenes, teachers have planned for multiple students in their classes, getting their own accommodations to ensure their own success. There's a lot of work that goes into ensuring all students are learning at their own pace and in their own way. Yeah, there's really a wide range, right, of skills and abilities for every classroom. And so oftentimes it requires the teacher to be an expert in what is known as specially designed instruction. So can you tell us a little bit about that and how our teachers uh, deliver specially designed instruction? Yeah, this is such a good question. This is um, really what I was just talking about in the last question. Specially designed instruction meets every student at the level where they are, regardless of their abilities. Because we adhere to the Common Core and grade level standards, teachers must, must teach their content on grade level. But teachers know each of their students' needs and then can make adjustments to the learning environment to accommodate each student. 
For example, when teachers are passing out note takers or graphic organizers, they may have some that are modified in advance um, that can prepare the students who need a bit of prompting. Um, and those may include things like sentence stems or may have notes already prepared on them. So students don't have to worry about taking notes and can focus on the learning. Then teachers will set aside time to meet with certain students who require specially designed instruction and meet them at their level to try and fill in the gaps. And that is when the specially designed instruction is happening. Yeah, and the cool thing about really well-delivered, specially designed instruction is it not only helps those students with those particular needs, but it usually helps all of the students. So um, that is great, and it's great to hear that our teachers are well-versed in delivering specific, uh, for the specific needs of our students. I also heard you mentioned MLL, or multilingual learners. Tell us a little bit more about that program. Yeah, the multilingual learner program provides services to all students who may not speak English as their primary language in the home. These students may have a more difficult time accessing the education as they are also trying to learn the language while simultaneously learning the content. Our MLL teachers provide instruction in various formats to assist the learning for these students. It's a heavy lift to try to learn a content in another language when you do not have a complete grasp on that language. So for example, students can learn faster when they can make their learning visible by using pictures, gestures, symbols, charts, visual representations, students can understand better what teachers um, are delivering and, and teaching the student. Yeah, I could only imagine going over to another country that speaks another language and trying to learn that language at the same time while I'm trying to learn calculus or world history or something. It, it does, um, you know, it does put an added burden on the learner. So it's great that we have people to help and support uh, our multilingual learners. Now, another term that people hear a lot in education and oftentimes gets confused with special education is the term 504. So tell us what that means. When, when, when someone is um, pro provided services under Section 504, can you, uh, can you explain that a little bit for us and how that differs from special education? Yeah. So while special education requires that a student's disability affects their education and their ability to learn, Section 504 ensures that anyone with a disability has access to a normal life activity. Special education falls under IDEA, or Individuals with Disability Education Act, while Section 504 falls under Americans with Disability Act, or ADA. The key word that separates these two is education. So special education must have an impact on learning, while 504 has an impact on accessibility in general. Often we create a 504 plan for students who may have a physical disability, such as being in a wheelchair, because he or she may not have the ability to use his or her legs. While they, that may have no educational impact on the student, because the wheelchair does not affect the student's ability to learn, we do not want to discriminate against the student's access to the same activities as the other students. The 504 may state that the student can use the elevator or leave class a few minutes early to ensure easy hallway access. However, if the student is in a wheelchair because of a disability such as cerebral palsy, that disability may affect the student's mobility as well as the student's ability to learn because of delayed development. This student will require both mobility accommodations and learning accommodations or modifications. And then that would be best served under an, uh, an IEP under IDEA. Wow, that's a lot of information. So it is clear that uh, there are a lot of things going on over in your department, but thanks for clarifying uh, those things and 
Uh, I'm sure many of our listeners hear those terms and wonder about them, so I appreciate you clearing it up. Uh, how about telling us some of the initiatives your department has taken over the last year or so? Yeah, I'd love to. So inclusion is a big initiative this year. There are many different settings that students can be in in order to better access the, their education. Setting A is mostly is general education, where there's a mix of peers, both in special education and students not in special education. Setting B is a small group pullout with just special education peers to receive specially designed instruction but then returning to the A setting. And then setting C is with special education peers only in a small group setting with low student to teacher ratio. This year, we're really focused on inclusion for all of our students as much as possible. We believe that students should learn in their least restrictive environment as much as possible alongside typical peers. Additionally, with our new math and ELA curriculums, this can happen for all students. We are working in uh, on pushing in special education teachers into general settings to provide accommodations to students without removing students from that setting. This is not an easy task, but our teachers have really been stepping up to the challenge. We want to make sure that education is not being watered down, but we're and we're maintaining a rigorous, challenging environment for all students. Additionally, this year, Lake Forest Secondary Schools are really focusing on our transition programs for students age 14 and older. The transition program ensures that all students will be prepared for life outside of school, which may look very different for each student. This is a section in the student's IEP where teachers plan for the student's education so they are taking specific classes um, that match what they want to do after graduation. So we work with outside community partners to help students create resumes, gain job skills, and be ready to obtain a job, attending school for any specialized field, or join the military after they walk across that stage. We want to graduate qualified students who can make an impact in their communities, regardless of disabilities or abilities. That's amazing. And uh, I know that um, years and years ago, the, the uh, approach was to actually separate students with special needs. Um, uh, and we've and we've the trend in education has been no students with special needs can learn at a rigorous and high level just as well as any other student and we want them to have that opportunity and I appreciate that we're doing that here in Lake Forest everybody in Lake Forest has the um, opportunity to get a high quality rigorous education and uh, I challenge everybody out there to do that Absolutely. so great leaders always looking to the future so what plans do you have for special programs here in Lake Forest in the future. I'm really focused on recruitment and retention this year. One of the most important jobs, I believe, in education is being a special education teacher. We can never have enough special education teachers. This year, I wanna focus on recruiting great special education teachers to help our students gain the skills they need to be successful in the school and community. So I wanna offer as many professional development opportunities as possible so teachers and special education teachers can constantly hone in on their craft and improve instruction for students. I truly believe that teachers teach because they love learning and I wanna be able to provide learning opportunities for them to continue to grow and improve on what they do. We are also fortifying our special services department by adding some positions. We have grown our behavioral interventionists from two to four. 
allowing for two elementary behavior specialists and two secondary behavior specialists. And we're in the process of hiring an additional social worker to meet with students and families to address any mental health needs. We do believe strongly that mental health and quality of life and education go hand in hand, and we are focused this year on the whole child. That sounds amazing. And we are looking forward to you leading your department, putting that into action. Um, is there anything you want to add? There is, actually, if you don't <laughs> mind. I'd really like to emphasize that it takes a team of people to make up an IEP team. This team could consist of the student, the parent, family members, gen ed teachers, special ed teachers, the school nurse, administration, special education coordinator, a CTE or pathway teacher, related service team members, such as an occupational therapist, speech therapist, school psychologist, uh, school counselor, behavior specialist. The point is no one is making decisions or changing an IEP program alone in isolation. It takes a team. And the parent and guardian and student are such important members of that team. I can guarantee that every member of that team cares deeply about that student and wants, what's, wants the best educational experience for that student. This process requires collaboration and communication. So please, if anyone feels that any changes need to be made um, to a student's IEP program or that something could be missing from your student's programming, please reach out. We really want collaboration. We want to hear from you and we want you to be an active member of the team. So if you don't know who to reach out to, start with me. I will make sure you get the answers you're looking for and I'll provide the exact person for you to work with. I'll show one more plug. Additionally, this year, I want to create a special education parent advisory committee. This is an opportunity to include parents and community members on decisions made on how to program for our students. Like I said earlier, it takes a team approach, and the more participation we have, the better we can serve the students. So please, I encourage you to get involved and help us be the standard of excellence in education. Wow. Thank you, Mrs. Allman. That was uh, that was great. And uh, that is a great challenge here in Lake Forest. We super value community. In fact, uh, we believe that community matters. It's in our strategic plan. And we are very intentional about reaching out to our parents and our other stakeholders to be a part of that process. So thank you for leading on that. Well, that about does it for this month's Spartan podcast. If you have any feedback for the show, please leave us a comment. We hope you join us for episode seven when we hear from our brand new Central Elementary School principal, Mrs. Kim Marquis. You will not want to miss it. Until then, take care of each other. And on behalf of myself and Mrs. Allman, we look forward to seeing you on a Lake Forest campus soon. Bye. <laughs>